702 SMS Night Talk on 31702. It is Cora 2.10 and you're listening to Night Talk with Wasanga. Man, and in the, in the wise words of Destruction Boys, Omonye, Pesgo Omonye, another South African doing great things. We're listening to, we of course got in studio Sophie Kanza as well as her sister Louise Kanza. Good evening, ladies, and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening. Did I Thanks pronounce, for having did I, us. Did I pronounce everything correctly? 100%. Oh, yes. fantastic. Thank you for having us. So um, I've got, uh, you've got a special message for, for us as well. You guys are part of an amazing uh, film that's changed a lot of stereotypes. Can you just tell us a bit more about this incredible movie? How did it manifest? Can you maybe give us a bit more background? Uh, sure. The name of the film is Singabantu, We Are Human. And it basically aims to create awareness around Afrophobia specifically mm. in Johannesburg and around South Africa. I'm mentioning Johannesburg because that's um, mm-hmm. that's where we're from and where we mm-hmm. have experienced a lot of Afrophobia. So Sophia and I were born in the Democratic Republic of Congo. We came to South Africa as toddlers and uh, we've had a lot of experiences, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. in South mm-hmm. Africa, mm-hmm. some good, some bad. And um, the the film, the shooting of the film came about after a spate of of uh, xenophobic attacks that happened in our area so we stay we've stayed most of our lives in Rosettenville and there was uh, the community was disgruntled because of some drug dealers in mm-hmm. the area and they resorted to burning down some houses of some suspected drug dens mm-hmm. And yes, this was a problem, but then it became a whole, you know, the conversation mm-hmm. turned more into a go back to your country, everyone, not mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, specifically mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. drug dealer situation. So the um, video was shot in one of the, in the remains of one of the houses that was uh, burnt down. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the pleasure and the honor to write the script and to direct the video. Amazing. It, yeah, it's one minute and 30 seconds. Mm. And basically, it's a, it's like a heart to heart mm. from a African to a South African. You mm. know, I just had to make the distinction there. Yeah, so it's very deep because it comes from you know from a genuine place. It was my first time mm. scripting, directing, you know, everything. So it was you know that could go either way. It could go uh, good or bad. So it went good for us. Mm. So yeah. Sophie, could you tell us a bit more about uh, the so the Kanza Foundation? Okay, so it's a youth activism and youth volunteering um, organization that Louise and I founded after Mm -hmm. we went through a lot of trials and tribulations living in South Africa. Um, You know, we grew up with a father who was type 2 bipolar Mm -hmm. and never around. Our mother was back home. So we had to fend for ourselves Mm -hmm. and rely on the goodness of others. Um, a lot of times people wouldn't help these two little girls, be, not only because of the stereotypes that came with mental illness, mm. but also because we were foreign. Mm. So um, after we got our first jobs, we said, you know what, we need to become those people that help others no matter where they're from mm. and you know where their families are from. So that's when we started the Sophia Kanza Foundation. And um, the Afrophobia campaign... Singabantu came, you know, mm. gradually. It was a nat- it was a natural progression after, you know, um the different experiences that we faced. Mm. 
So this is just an, an, an inspirational story. As much as it comes from tragedy, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people tend to use, um, they call it poverty porn. You guys have been able to um, take what you had around you. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's really difficult mm-hmm. to reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Um, Louise, how did you manage to create value? Because a lot of the time people don't see value in helping others. How were you able to say, okay, this is our challenge? Because it's, it's, I don't want to make it as if it's, 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 it's something now that must be congratulated. It's difficult. Mm. You guys were yeah. in facing very difficult situations. So, Louise, how did you manage to just think up beyond adversity and, um, and manage these relations where you created mm-hmm. value and you came up with such an incredible movie? It's won even awards. How did you go beyond that advers- adversity? You know what? Um, for me, it's being present and paying particular attention to situations. Like, as you said, when we went through a lot of things, it was the people that had the least that, you know, opened their doors to us and were men, you know, managed to help us. And that's what we learned from because a lot of people think you need to have serious mm. amounts of money to mm. go and, you know, to do something good for someone. And it's not. So with the, the inspiration that I got from the people that opened their doors to us and opened their hearts to us, it was really the people that had the least. And for me, that is something that I focused on and something mm. that's what we capitalized on when mm. we started our foundation, that we don't need, you know, hordes of stuff mm. to, to make a difference. Yeah. We, we, we talked about, uh, um, last night we talked about uh, child-headed households and the mm. vulnerabilities they have and socioeconomic uh, uh, pressures they yeah. may experience in that aspect. So in, in, in your involvement with communities, normal people like me, we, we read the newspapers, we're shocked to see mm-hmm. saying there's young girls getting married at 12, 14, 15, but we might be walking past them every day. What can we do in, in understanding, first of all, and being able to identify and actually having making a difference instead of just being shocked and reporting and mm-hmm. talking about the numbers? How can we be actively involved as citizens in helping these young people? Okay, what I would say is for people to get involved because... Um, a lot of people do want to do charity work, but then they just don't know how to go about it and they don't actually take the step to take, to do the research except on, you know, days like Mandela Day when everyone goes out to the high profile places to go and, you know, to go and volunteer. And then, mm. you know, it, it, it affects them that day, but then they never really follow up. So mm. if people can create a culture of doing charity work once a, one, the last Saturday of the month mm-hmm. or, you know, once uh, to make it more regular than just on designated days to do good and to look good and to take selfies with orphans and to post it for retweets yeah, yeah. so to get to to form a personal bond with someone because it's nice to go to an orphanage you meet one person but then you should go back you know because that person is still maybe you can form an you form like a bond with this person so you know, to, yeah, to, yeah. to be more regular when it comes mm-hmm. to giving back, when it comes to doing charity mm-hmm. work, not necessarily taking, you know, don't have, you don't have to go with money or with yeah. donations every time, but yeah. also give a lot of your time to people. Yeah. I'd just pe- like to add mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Technology has made it so much easier. You, you know, there's wonderful sites mm-hmm. and apps that can allow you to find organizations in need. Um, you know, there's, can I say them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Can I? So there's uh, forgood.co.za, there's the GEM app, mm-hmm. two amazing portals where you can find, um, it's even mm-hmm. categorized. So whatever you want to do, you mm-hmm. can find it, you know, you can give your time, you can give your expertise, you can even do it remotely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Social entrepreneurs are giving you the platform. Mm-hmm. So it's just up to you to... You know, grab it. So from all of this, it's been, it's been heavy, but there's a lot 
to uh, celebrate the video that you posted that you guys filmed mm-hmm. uh, called I am uh, it, it won uh, it won the I am migrant awards and then the award ceremony will take place of course on the 10th of November in New York City yeah so you you created this amazing video it's also been uh, launched for Africa month it's aired in 18 countries yep. and on trace itself and it, it's just can you just tell me about that experience as well oh it's it's been um were you, were you expecting it no it's been a fish out of water experience, you know. Um, when Louise came with the script, uh, we sent it out to African immigrant youth from different countries. Mm. And, you know, we got some responses like, oh, this is too aggressive. Um, I'm scared. Mm. You know, what if someone from the government sees this and deports me, you know? So, but we didn't let that dampen our spirits. We mm-hmm. said, you know, this is a conversation that needs to happen. This mm-hmm. is something we need to say. So, you know, let's do it with the people that, you know, are willing to be brave. And are you guys filmmakers by profession? Absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. <laughs> no yeah. ways. This yeah. is our what? first film. That's in, what? Yeah, that's our, yeah. our first oh shot at gosh. anything film-related. So like that's astounding. I mean, you've achieved international success yeah. through such adversity, such mm-hmm. challenges. We're talking about heavy topics, Afrophobia. Yeah. And the beautiful part about the story is that you guys were not looking at any awards or any type of uh, acknowledgement at all. And uh, the video was launched for Africa Munch, and I, as, as I mentioned, and Trace Africa. So the response, where did it start? And how did you, the people around you, your family respond? I mean, they, they could have, uh, uh, the people who've been following this journey who've mm-hmm. Supported you as well. How did it feel and where did it start? Um, it felt very good. The response was overwhelming because we got a lot of, you know, even though we posted the video and we didn't get a lot of, you know, public comments, but in our private comments, we got a lot of, you know, this is, this talks to me and, you know, I really wish I could have been part of it. But as Sophie said, a lot of people were reluctant to, mm. you know, to get out there and say, I am, you know, mm. from where they're from because, mm. Some some people f- felt that they're going to get discriminated against for mm-hmm. that, but in our private comments, we got a lot of um, we got a lot of love, mm. and I think those type of people are the ones who spread the video out a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's how you know. And then after that, we decided to since we felt like a lot of people related to it, we decided mm-hmm. to get it onto some more platforms. Yeah. And uh, Sophie, talk to us about how immigrants from mm-hmm. other countries responded to this video. I think a lot of them were, you know, they were relieved that they're not going through this alone. Um, Even in our own immigrant circles, we don't discuss these things, which is quite sad. Um, You know, you you leave Kinshasa and you come here and you create your own Kinshasa. So you hang around with, you know, your own people. Um, You don't even interact with other African immigrants. So that in itself is social exclusion with the fear of persecution that, you know, hanging around with other immigrants could cause other problems. Mm. Um, so that's quite sad. But since then, we've, we've gotten them to talk about it. We've gotten them to share their experiences. We hosted our first um, Afrophobia Conversations mm. where we invited um, African immigrants and, um, you know, locals and just created a safe space for dialogue because mm. we do understand that, you know, our local brothers and sisters, you know, are angry. 
um, that they have these issues with us. And, you know, some of us mm. are doing things that are not good and we don't condone that at all. But, you know, um, they can't paint all of us with the same okay. brush. Uh, in just 20 seconds, I've just ran out of time. It's been such a great discussion mm-hmm. and it's moved so quickly. Can you just share with us your, your details and your contacts where people can help and the gaps are just quickly? Okay, so we're on Facebook. It's Sophie A. Kanza Foundation. Kanza is K-A-N-Z-A. Sophie with the P-H-I-E. Mm-hmm. And then um, Twitter and Instagram, we are at Candy Crafts with an S day. Mm. That's been a fantastic discussion with Sophie and Louise Kanza from the A Kanza Foundation with an award-winning film with incredible stories about the, the, the migrant crisis that we, have, that we have in the country and how to handle these difficult questions. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank ladies. you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. Cheerio.